You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Primetime on Football Friday, 1080 The Fan. Professional football in America is a special game, a unique game. Played nowhere else on earth, it is a rare game. The men who play it make it so. This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. Watch the games in the region's largest video wall and wager on your team at the ALNA Sportsbook. That's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. On 1080 The Fan. Yeah, that's right. Well, I tell you, it's wild around here. Odyssey Portland, our yeah. new digs in Northwest. They got like a Wolf of Wall Street thing going on out there. I know. And it's the first sales building meeting or something. It's the first time um, with sweaty meats and cheeses, by the way. <laughs> and beer. It, it's the first time that everyone's been in the building. And can I just say. It's not everyone. Well, but most. It's, it's, it's most the most our, people we've had. Most in the people building. we've yeah. had. What do you, I mean, what do we even have left? 25? It's a skeleton crew. Yeah. We've we've we had like over a hundred when we first started. We've gone lean and mean. Yeah. But can I talk about the uh, charcuterie? Trim, trim the fat. The charcuterie board for a second. Let's talk about it. Why is that? Like, I understand that there's an allure to it. You know, it's 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 very fancy, Delicious but meats? but it's basically it's it's a lunchable on a wooden plate, and then it costs mm, like sixty dollars. No, way mm, yeah, way I disagree. better. Boy, way hey, better meat. Hey, let's just take this meat and cheese and let it sit out at room temperature for a couple hours, no, and then no, you know. No, I think no, it can no. be, if done poorly, a lunch yeah, of a tray. That, but I think a good charcuterie board yeah. is something to behold. Right? They're, they're, I, think, I haven't seen what they have back there, but come on, man! A look, good charcuterie board—you can't beat that. I think the I think the idea of a good charcuterie board is one of those things that is uh, it's few and far between. Most of the time, I, I get one of those and I just stare at it, and I'm like, "Really, we're we're doing a lunchable? That's that's where we're at." And then after like an hour, everything's room temperature, and it's just—I don't know of another food that you would just, like. If I just made you some sandwiches, and I'm like, "Hey, how long's that sandwich been sitting now?" Ah, oh, three, four hours. You're gonna be like, "Hey, let me dig into that." You'd be like, "That's a little weird that that's just, that's just been sitting out." Well, what food does fall into that category? You need like the chafing dishes to come out, then, right? If you're going to do like, well, if you put warm out stuff, if you put out pizza, uh, pizza, you, you you won't care how long pizza's been out there. Well, I, I care as as little about like charcuterie being out there as pizza. I guess I don't know. It doesn't yeah, bother me. It doesn't me. bother me at all either because you you just need a good one. You need a good sugar, and and sugar they do food. happen from time to time. But I'm just like, this has become the thing where it's like, oh well, let's order the charcuterie board, and I'm like, can we order something good? Can we, mm. can we get some better apps than that? Mm. There is so many I'm better. So there are so many better appetizers and finger foods yeah. than just a a wooden tray of sweaty meats and cheeses. So disappointing. There really is. In you. And then there's like some bastard dates that are on there, and you know, come great, on, great cheese, yeah. maybe a great little. <laughs> spread. Oh, I love a good charcuterie. Um, hey, I've got big hot soccer news. You guys like soccer at all? Yeah. Hello? Um, well, do you, are, we, are we talking about the Thorns? <laughs> oh, so good soccer news. Thorns lost their coach, I guess? <laughs> she had to resign because What'd she, do? she had a, a relationship with a player. Stop 
sleeping or attempting to sleep with players. So this, stop it. This was the headline yeah, but it was, was the woman. It was interesting here though. Stop it. I read that she resigned yes. after she was cleared of any wrongdoing when mm. both parties admitted that there was a mutual uh, attraction in October and nothing was acted on. Does and any, yet that was cause for resignation. Well, she said she lost the locker room. So the so she said that uh, she knew one of the uh, the gals, one of the players. They let it be known. I'd hope that, she knew all the players. Well, this one she knew knew from previous, before she was the coach. Oh, they dated? No, they just knew of each other. Okay. So they express their mutual interest, hung out three times, but nothing happened. Sure, because that, that's <laughs> the way that goes down. Then they informed the like the, the team, and they're like, "Hey, just so you know, like, hey." And and the team did an investigation, found nothing wrong, but that other players on the team were like, "Not cool. We're not comfortable with this." They they cleared her of any wrongdoing under the watchful eye of of women's soccer because we can trust them because they've been so good about this. But she said she lost the locker room, even though they just won the freaking title. But she said once you lose the locker room, I you know I'm, I'm resigning. So she just stepped down. So I'm like, all right. The commanders I care about this. The commanders think that this is a, a messy situation. I mean, it's just well, let's blame Merritt Paulson. They can't stay out of the headlines. How about just stop attempting to sleep with players? Just stop. It's not a good idea. Sometimes you can't help it, man. Yeah, you can. You really can. You get, you get soccer horny. Tom Brady may be fantastic, but the hoodie isn't slipping into his DMs <laughs> and be like, "Hey, Tom, I find you attractive." Just stop. Have we ever had a gay head coach? Football? No, not that we know of. Yeah. I mean, we've had a couple. Well, there is a gay player in the NFL, uh, Nassib. Carl oh, Nassib. Carl right. Nassib, yeah. 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 He's the first. Well, I guess he's. Is he still playing? Yeah. Is he with the Raiders still? No, he was with. Was it the Bucks? Mm, I'll have to look that up. I don't know. But I just. After all that that stuff in protecting the players. He's currently with the Bucks. He's currently with the Bucks. After all that stuff about protecting the players and, you know, believing them and. And then you, you go get a woman coach because you're like, okay, we're turning the team over to the women. We're going to get a woman's coach because we can't have anything. And then the, the woman coach has to resign because she was attempting to sleep with the player. That apparently the player wanted to sleep with her. Stop it. Just stop. I like that. They should put you in charge. <laughs> yeah. Get in there. Hey, stop it. Hey, just everyone. You know what? I understand everyone's all horned up. You can't sleep with anyone. Well. Players, you're fine. I'm just imagining like Robin Hood men in tights. Suk just shows up with a box full of chastity belts and says, yes. have at it, everybody. Like, this is how it has to happen. Have it! It's not that hard. Coaches, players, not happening. Like, when I was in the NFL, they made that very clear with, like, cheerleaders. Don't do it. I know you want to do it. Don't do it. Well, what if the cheerleader wants to do it? Don't do it. What about executives? Don't do it. Ime Adoka, don't do it. I'm going to do it anyways. You get fired. Stop sleeping with the front office and the players. Yeah. Is it a bit like, you know, like, well, I hate to make it a sex thing, but is it a bit like the male situation where everybody's just really horny? Like, it's just a lot of alphas and alpha, alpha ladies, uh, I, and they all just want to hump. Like, it's just it's just part of the deal. But you, right? there's lots of people to hump. Yeah, just don't hump your players. I know, but it, proximity, humping, as, as, as we were taught by the Arnold Schwarzenegger... <laughs> Uh, situation with the, his the, housekeeper. Yeah, the maid. It's all about proximity. And ease. I know. You know? But you can't. Yeah, you can't. You know, if you're a doctor, Again, I blame if you're Eric a doctor, Paulson. you may have hot patients, but guess what? You, no, that's right. You can't hump the patients. You're right. I, I think that it's uh, Merritt Paulson's fault, and he should sell the team to Elon Musk. <laughs> that's what I think. We're and se- then it will be great. You're right. We need sexual harassment panda. That's what we need. <laughs>
<laughs> they need a visit from sexual harassment. Penda. Penda. Come on, Thorns. So here's my news. Right. Soccer news. I've got other soccer news. So the Thorns coach did quit. Yes. I don't know if that... I mean, they just won the title, so I guess that's bad. She's good. Yes. Right? But she's gone now. Okay, but there's probably other coaches. Probably. But and ones that won't sleep with the players. It's just not a good... Like It's it's, it's troubling when you won your third title and then shortly afterwards with all this uh, like controversy surrounding you and then the coach is like, well, I've lost the locker room, so I got to go. Uh, the Netherlands, who the U.S. is playing tomorrow in the World Cup, the Sweet 16 of the World Cup. Yeah. They have the flu. I know. Did you see that? And they've had to change their entire yeah uh, strategy. Like they're yeah. I guess two days before the game, they like to have an inner squad scrimmage where the mm-hmm. scout team mm-hmm. pretends to be the United States, mm-hmm. and they had to or camp. whomever they're playing. Or they're playing. Yeah, they're not like playing they Spain. Always <laughs> they play the always US. play the they U.S. Like it best that way. Yeah, and then they like they say a bunch of disparaging things about us, and it's like screw you, Americans. And so they're saying this is a big deal. Like this is like the this is what the Netherlands do. And to deviate from this, they say it's a big deal. And the coach would not comment on it. He just simply said, "If this goes around, we're in trouble." Betting angle. Look, what's the spread? What do we got, Buck? Help us out. Let's USA. find out. I have not actually looked at what the what the current odds are. I think we said it was like they were like three to one underdogs to to win it yeah, uh, a couple days ago. I thought I saw plus three fifty. But I was thinking more of like the goal, or I don't know, the other bets, not just win. Yeah. But what if we draw? Like I would bet on a. You draw. can't draw. Oh, that's. You right. can't draw because it's knockout stage. There is now, no do we have good penalty kickers? You can also probably you could probably bet on draw and regulation though if you wanted to. Yeah, you probably do that. What I so the the breakdown that I saw was, and this is why they think that this could be a good matchup for the United States, and that the Netherlands do kind of what we do, where we don't take a lot of chances. We play very solid defense. Both, by the way, both of these teams in the group stage gave up one goal, and they're not very exciting. They don't take a lot of chances. It's a lot of quality, and so when you play one of these low-scoring affairs, the breakdown I saw was basically, hey, if you if you get a breakthrough here and and you happen to get one, both of these teams are very capable of just choking the life out of the other one. So if you get up one nothing, which you know can happen on on a fluke. Uh, or just a great scoring chance that you know th- this could be a favorable matchup. Whereas, you know, if you get a team that that applies a lot of pressure, um, that could be a little more problematic for the U.S. So basically, they're kind of mirror images of one another. A lot of control, a lot of good mid- midfielders, good goalies, and a little bit of a conservative. Some people think too conservative approach. Mm. Yeah, people pointing out that the U.S. has not given up a goal in what they say is the run of play in group play. Basically, the only goal they allowed was one that was a penalty. Um, so they haven't allowed, like, with live action going on, a ball to find the back of the net yet. Do you guys think we should go empty net right off the top? Just pull Ooh. it right from the get-go. How do you feel about Bold that? strategy, Cotton. Send him up there for every corner for the, you know, the 12th well, attacker. Pulisic's back. Yes. He, he says he's going to play. He says he's ready to go. Captain America. Things are looking up. Yeah. So we expect them. I mean, we don't expect them to win, right? No. They're, I mean, they're, they're a significant dog, but they are saying. But that, if they do. And this has been a funky World Cup. But if they do win. That's the be- like it's at that point it's like well at that go point, get slaughtered by Spain who cares Argentina uh, probably Argentina, Argentina but okay. yeah but who cares but here's right? your you asked about the betting thing though so you can take the USA plus half a goal in in regulation so if they tie or win and you can get that at even money at regulation okay yeah. even money bet right there. it's minus one hundred five so yeah yeah see I almost like the plus I like the plus money of the outright win yeah yeah better. 
That's better value. I would me. go there too. Definitely. Plus three fifty. And then if you wanted to go under on the two two and a half, it pays a minus one twenty eight. Under two two, yeah, ah, yeah. There, I, I'm on the USA. There are only two teams with a worse percentage to win the World Cup than we have at this point. Who's that? Uh, Japan. No, Japan is at two percent. South Korea. Uh, so at one percent we have Monaco, or, or Morocco. excuse me, Morocco, not Monaco. Morocco, the U.S., and South Korea all have a one percent chance. Poland and Australia have less. Than a one percent chance. Australia. Australia. Why don't they have a good team? Well, with them, they're not very good. It's a surprise to get here, and they have to play Argentina. And by all accounts, Argentina is supposed to just whoop <sighs> their ass. Is that messy? That is messy. That so, very same Argentina team that was stunned by the Saudis early in the tournament. Yeah. So Brazil is number one with twenty six. Spain at fourteen, and then Argentina thirteen percent are your three according to five thirty eight. Best odds to win the World it. Cup. But Let's we do go. have 1%, so... Let's go. I'm going to be... Well, I'm going to be on a flight, so I won't be able to see it. But, <laughs> but if you like the stars and bars, plus 350. Yeah, I love that. That's my bet. I'm going to place that. Can we do that on DraftKings? I'm uh, sure you can. I think probably. Yeah. Let's go. We're going to win. Um, all right. Uh, In-season hard knocks? Yeah, let's talk about it. It's been good. It has been good. And it's kind of fun to watch them... It's interesting. ...spiral down the drain a little bit. Uh, and Nasir Little is out for six weeks. That's not good. Another one. Yeah. Injury's starting to pile up a little bit, but supposedly Lillard coming back. So we'll get to those uh, items next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So I was looking at Nasir Little and his numbers. This is his fourth year. Yeah, we are expecting big things out of him this year. It doesn't feel like that, but it is. Wait, one, two, three. Yeah, fourth year. And um, it's hard to say. So he's out six weeks. At least. He's got a crack in the head of his femur. So, I mean. And look, I'm not saying that that, this is going to turn out this way, but I just, it feels like any time the Blazers have one of these things where they tell you six weeks, just... (laughs) Well, Gary Payton's still out. And by the way, I'm waiting for the Gary Payton has undergone another surgery. And it just, it's just, it's just one of those like gut feelings. And 
when you're talking about a fracture in the head of your femur, I'm just waiting to, yeah, it's not healing properly, so let's put a screw in it. So he's played 48, 48, 42, and this year 21 games, and yep. that is about to stay flat at yep. 21, right? Yep. And it's hard to say how many games he played just because he was a rookie and he just wasn't getting into games. Sure. But it feels to me like he's never healthy. There is an element of that, yes. I 100% agree. We're already at that place with that guy. Yep. That's just one of those, can he stay Can he stay healthy? And he's shown flashes, and you know, you, you, you want to believe that he's always going to be that guy that kind of takes that next step. But, I mean, the league is full of these guys, whether it's it's opportunity, whether it's injury. Like, we've seen, like, what Anthony Simons has done, and he has clearly taken that step. But, you know, for every one of those guys that pops, I mean, God, we've seen that here in Portland so many times where we're like, oh, if he could just this or he could just that or just get more consistent or just stay healthy. And, and right now for Little, he's still young. But, yeah, there is there is definitely that – that sense of it's 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 very frustrating that he kind of keeps spinning his wheels, whether it's his fault or not. So mild femoral head impaction fracture. What is a mild? So it's, it's, but it's mild. But it's mild. So I think anytime you so that's like a slight fracture. Well, an impact. So I'm assuming that you got hit, and that's what that's what caused it. Well, yeah, it was initially diagnosed as a hip, strain, a hip strain after the game. Yeah. That's what they said. All right. Well. You're right. I won't expect him back anytime soon. Well, I mean, six weeks is a, is a significant amount of time, and then, you know, we'll see how long it takes to work himself back mm-hmm. in. But those injuries starting to pile up a little bit. See, I feel like uh, in the NBA, in six weeks, the league, like it only then starts. So I feel like he's got plenty of time. It's just uh, they are piling up these injuries, and yeah. um, he probably won't be back in six weeks. It'll probably be more like twelve weeks. For I'll, another season. Yeah, I'll go like eight to ten. I'll go like eight to ten. Give him a couple weeks on that, right? I just feel like we always give the uh, we always give the the, the 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 bright side, and it's always it's like anytime you do a construction project and they tell you it'll be six weeks. Yeah, we should go ahead and throw another couple weeks on that until your kitchen's uh, done. So the Blazers are back to five hundred. After yes. all of that, after all of that, they're yes. eleven and eleven. They've been off, they were off to a great start, and then uh, lack of defense and injuries have befallen them. You guys liking this uh, in-season hard knocks as much as I am? The Arizona Cardinals. I think it is infinitely more interesting than the the preseason one, which at this point I, I really don't have much of it. Like it's it's just background noise to me. Whereas I think. The fact that it is in season, especially when you're in the midst of kind of this spiral and the season's going away, and there's some drama there with your quarterback and the coach and all that, I I think this is way way more interesting uh, than than the preseason stuff. It's pretty good because it's timely, right? Yeah, like they put it out the Wednesday after the game. Yeah, so all the drama that's been going on with Arizona with Kyler Murray's injury and. Kingsbury and then the offensive line coach getting handsy in Mexico City and I love how they they address that in seven seconds. Well, but this week they address so the one the other night was the tight ends coach taking over for the O line coach who they fired. Yes, and I thought that was interesting to kind of see you know how what he did when he sat down in there and it's like hey uh, I'm the new O line <laughs> coach uh, I'd like you to block someone <laughs> I. It it is a little weird, like mid season. I mean, I don't know. The tight ends do work in, in, in you know in, in the run game. I just don't know. I, I was interested to see what they were gonna do. 
do you go out and you find an O-line coach? Like, there's not a lot of good ones just milling around well, in, the, in, in the middle of the season. But in the middle of the season, do you need, like, is it imperative to replace the O-line coach with a good O-line coach? Yeah, you, it you, is? you need an O-line coach on a week-to-week basis because everything changes and you, you, you need In terms line. of, like, game plan, you mean? Yes, game plan and or implementing your, your schemes and, you know, based on, on uh, different blitz packages that you're going to see, you need an O-line mm-hmm. coach. I would make the argument that of your position coaches on the offensive side of the ball, well, quarterback coach would be number one, but the O-line coach by far would be number two. Do we give enough credit to quarterback coaches? I'm not sure we do. I don't always think, the OC. Yeah, but a lot of times the OC ends up being the de facto quarterback's coach. A lot of times the quarterback coach is more of a a, a mechanic sort of guy. But, yeah. And, and there, the, the difference between good and bad coaches in the NFL, this can't be underscored enough. That we think that all coaches in the NFL are good. And, and you listen to enough guys that have been around, you know, especially the journeymen that bounce around. When you find a good coach, it can it can make or break you. And the difference between the good position coaches or the coordinators in the league versus the the, the bad ones, it, it can be light years. And it's just one of the we always talk about coordinators, we always talk about head coaches, and we don't talk about position coaches enough. And you know, good ones make a difference. And right now, if you're Arizona, you don't even have one. You've just basically had to go to your tight ends coach and hope that, you know, he can <laughs> he he can stem the tide here a little bit. Although I mean, their season's over anyway. So, least useful coach. Least useful, position wise. Eh, yeah. Probably your tight ends coach. <laughs> Is that why they elevated the tight ends guy to offensive line? Like, well, hey, you're not doing anything. I mean, look, you don't have that many tight ends on the team, and it's a smaller group, it's which sm- makes it it's easier, a smaller right? group. And if you're talking about tight ends as far as their blocking assignments, right? You can rope them in with the, to the O line. You're involved in that anyways. And then, especially in today's modern game with like Travis Kelsey and, and, and these guys, they're wide receivers anyways, and they just go into the wide receivers' meetings. And, and I, I don't mean to speak ill of tight ends coaches, but some of the tight ends coaches that I've been around, look, I don't, I don't know what they're doing. They're just, <laughs> hey, uh, I'd like you to catch the ball, and here's how I'd like you to do that. I'd like you to put your hands up. Well, it's a... and when the ball comes, catch it. Well, I, I would often watch them come over to O-line drills, and then our O-line coach would take over. And then I often watch them go over with the receivers, and that was usually either the the OC or the passing game coordinator, the receivers coach that would take over. And so I was never quite 100% sure what the tight end coach was doing, but, you know. What does a quality control coach do? Uh, all the crap that no one else wants to do. Like, like what? Like run the scout team, hold cards. <laughs> hold cards? Hold cards. So when you remember the scout team, a la me, um, we mimic the other team's offense, but obviously you can't learn a new offense, so you get in a little huddle, and then the quality control guy comes over and they hold up a card, and you look at, at your position, and that tells you what to do, and then you go run it. So quality control is like low-level young guy? Yeah. Spot. Don't they also like help monitor the sidelines and keep people just like organized and not from going on the field and knowing oh, the where get their back groups guy. are meeting and stuff like the that? The get-back guy is usually the strength That's, of conditioning. Yeah, get-back guy is maybe a little different, but just kind of keeping order and maintaining order during the game. Yes, which is why it's a very broad term, quality control. You do a bunch of little crap that regular coaches can't be bothered with, and then if you're good at that, you move your way up. Our quality control coach was uh, Gruden's brother, Jay Gruden. Oh, yeah. And he didn't really do anything, but... He was good at not doing whatever he didn't do, 
and then eventually you work your way up the chain. He became a head coach, right? Uh-huh. Dan Lanning was a quality control guy. It's it's where it? most people that's start. Where you that's start. where you start. So it's north of an intern? Yes. Or, I mean, uh, it's north of an intern. Yeah. It's like past a GA, but before you GA. get to a position coach, yeah. you're an assistant well, position coach. Well, there you coach. go. A GA at the collegiate level is a quality. Con- it's That's the equivalent. All right. You hold a lot of cards. You hold some dummies. You, you, you run errands, and you kind of just you, you fill in gaps where you where you need them. How about that dude that let up on the tackle? That's the really, guy with the burnt foot. That's that's not good. Yeah, that whole thing too. He, yeah, that was weird. He burned himself with some uh, some was it soup or yeah, just like boiling oil? water. Yeah. Was it, I thought it was an oil. Was it was it boiling water? I don't yeah, remember. I thought he had water boiling water. He had a boiling liquid and he uh, he sloshed it on himself and it was no good. Yeah, burned his foot was out like four or five weeks. But he came he back. Came back and then he in the if, in the uh, who they just play the Niners. No, they just played the Chargers. Oh, yeah. Well, he let up on the Niners. Yeah. And then they, oh, was that in the Niners? Because yeah. yeah. he, he was atoning oh, for it right. this week and yeah. saying, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, he he flat out didn't make a tackle. He just let a guy walk into the end zone. It's, it's, it, it and looked, they it, called him out on it in there. And it looked really bad. It was interesting that, you know, that's a, you know that's what I love about the NFL as just a lay fan, that that stuff matters. Right? Absolutely. They will not let you give up or quit. Nope. The big guy in the sky don't lie, as they like to say. And one of the things that you will get called to the carpet on, maybe more so than anything else, is effort. Uh, assignment blows are, are big deals. Like when you don't know what you're doing, you will get your ass chewed. And I would say that the only thing that you're going to get chewed out more for than not knowing your assignment is a lack of effort. Because the, the coach will scream at you and say, even if you don't know what you're doing, do it effing full speed. And yeah, but there there really is no excuse for what he did. There really is no excuse for it. It's a, and, and you heard him. I mean, it's kind of a gutless. You, you quit. Antonio Hamilton yeah. is his name, and that is, and he's a vet. Like and he you, apologized to the team. Yeah, it's not, it's thing. not, it's not good because again, you can't hide, you can't hide your effort on film. Yeah, it's one of those things that, and then they showed it, and I, as a fan, I went, yeah, I, I totally see that he let up on that. He could have hit that guy and shoved him out of bounds at the two or whatever. Yeah. but it's also not that glaring. Because I feel like guys do that some out there, like especially DBs. Um, yeah, but when you're, you do when, see guys who avoid contact sometimes, sure. And I think there's a difference between letting up and also just trying to save your body. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think Jalen Ramsey does this a lot, actually. Well, and he it, avoids contact some. Is that, that that's different? It's than what it's this it's guy different. Did. Well, and he could have prevented a touchdown. Yeah. And I get it. He would have been at the two. He would have been at the one. But we see that fumbles happen. You can't do yeah. that. Well, he's going to be at the two, therefore he's going to score anyways. It's one thing if, if you're letting up on the on the you know the other thirty, right? Or you allow a first down, or you let a couple extra yards, okay. But man, you're at the goal line. That's that that's that's a that's a cardinal sin. That is <laughs> pun intended. Um, Literally, that's that that's no good to the point where very few times do you have to go apologize to your teammates. And the fact that he apologized in front of the the, the whole team that. Let you know that that is not only was that a big deal with coaches, but that was a big deal amongst players. And you can't you talk about losing a locker room. You can lose a locker room as a player. I think faster than you can a coach. I feel like they're teetering, man. It's not good. He, he's done. I mean, Kingsbury. Yeah, they gave him an extension, but that, that feels like this has run its course. There was there was a couple looks that he had on the sideline. Really good editing and production. I thought that. A couple breaks that did not go their way that looked really close, and then on top of it, the two-point conversion where he just looked like... Defeated. It, and it looked like there was a weight bigger than just those plays. 
hanging on him. You know, like he knew that they all that those were going to symbolize more later, meaning a pink slip. They needed that game. Yep. So now they're four and eight. Yep. I mean, they're just they're done. That was their that was kind of their last stand. Yep. And they blew it. Let's bet against them this week. Who are they playing? Oh wait, I think they have a bye. They do have a bye. All right. Um, in season hard knocks. It's on HBO. It's great. Yeah, they do a good job. Oh, the guy, uh, by the way, Buck, you were asking, Hamilton, he was cooking shrimp, and he did have some grease. Yeah, I thought it was like an oil or something. Yeah, he had some Peanut grease, oil, or something. Uh, oil in there. Thing was yeah. gnarly looking. Yeah. Uh, in the news is coming up next, we have uh, a student hit by a train. Here's Buck. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, we're cruising right along, getting ready for the Pac-12 title game. we got the Hot 5 at 5. We'll set your DVR, and Joey Harrington will join us later. Uh, right now, though, it is December 2nd, 2022. It is time for In the News. I'm your noted newsman. Hello. Thank you. Carbon neutral. Thank you very much. Thank you. It is play basketball day. No. I agree. Hold I have not on. played basketball in 10 years, and I'm not going to lie. There's a good chance that uh, however many years I have left on this planet will not involve me playing basketball. What sport do you think you look worst playing when you are when you don't play it? Golf. Yeah, you think that's well, worse than ho- like, hockey? Did you watch hockey? Well, oh I can't, I yeah, can't even anything skate. on ice. Yeah, anything <laughs> on ice. Well, I can't skate. So well, I, I'm, I would never. I'm saying like if if you just took someone that you weren't you, and you put them on skates and was like go play hockey, that is hands down. The worst. Because I feel like watching uh, people that don't play basketball play basketball. It's pretty bad. It's really bad. But that's that's for anything. But I feel like if, if you are a, let's say you're a halfway decent athlete, just don't shoot. Play defense. And, uh, you know, you just kind of move around a little bit. But, you know, the it, it, if you haven't swung a golf club before, you won't even hit the ball. You know what's surprisingly bad for a lot of good athletes? Baseball. You see how many stupid first yeah. pitches there are like John Wall and guys oh, who are true. legit athletes that can't throw a ball straight that's let true. alone hit one thrown at them yeah. it's fascinating it's a good point a lot of sports don't translate you know to the no. skill set one to the other pitchers to golfers does yeah, yeah. 
quarterbacks to golfers? Every quarterback I know is a good golfer, but that's just because they have a lot of downtime and they don't get guys hit. Are good golfers. Yeah, what's well, the the slap shot? Same thing with like baseball players. A it's lot the of the same thing. It's, it's the, the torque, you know. Yeah. It's hips and getting your whole body into it and all that. But basketball is different. Yes, I just don't play anymore. My knees and ankles. If I p- attempted to play a basketball game, I feel like I would, I would have to lay down for six days. And just ice everything. I'd dunk on fools. <laughs> I was still playing rec ball pre-COVID, and I'm like, I, I think I'm going to hurt something now. I just, I don't know. Oh, you're smart. Yeah, I'm because like, it's, you I'm going to end up hurting something. Well, I'm like, it's going to be an ACL or an Achilles yeah. or an ankle or right. something like that. And like, and now I'm chasing a kid around. Like, that's yeah. not going to work. Yeah, that's why I only play golf now. It's true. I mean, you, you just, you roll enough ankles, just like I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. It is also Bartender Appreciation Day. Love a good bartender. Take care of your bartenders. Mm. Uh, the, good, the good ones. Don't be cheap. That's right. Um, well, the Thorns coach, uh, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but she had to step down today. She resigned. Yes. For you Thorns broettes out there, or bros, I don't know. So they... Uh, her name is uh, Rianne... What's her name? Rianne Wilkinson. You are correct. Is she related to the Wilkinson guy, the Gavin guy? No. I do not believe that is the He's case. He's long gone, right? He's long gone. <laughs> Has everyone left the Timbers or Thorns in shame? Pretty much. Everyone. But I, I this is this is just the commanders think this thing is a mess. <laughs> so you you undergo this entire investigation of of inappropriate sexual activity amongst your team, right? You cover it up from your coach. You you have to resign in shame if you're Merritt Paulson. You're forced to sell the team. You just got done winning a championship. You you put women in charge. Right, you're going to sell the team to women. You went and found yourself a woman coach, and now she has to resign because she was attempting to have a sexual relationship with one of her players. Stop humping players! Now, according to them, they, I will not. according to the the coach and the player, they were merely expressing their uh, interest in humping one another, but the hump never occurred. Either way, uh, the other players on the team not happy about it. And therefore, she said she lost the team and must resign. Yeah, she I said. Mean, the, yeah, she said the narrative around her situation has gotten out of hand. Yeah, the narrative which is, is a little bit like kind of. Yeah. That's like what Merritt was saying. So, well, the attorneys told us, you know, to present it that way. Again, like take accountability. Stop humping players. It's oh, not man. that hard. Can we just put a sign up in like the Timbers front office that just stop no humping just. Period. How about this? They don't let you. Yeah, like you cannot have sex if you are going to be an employee there. <laughs> and then ever. Just but wasn't that a bylaw that one Ime Udoka broke or something like it? Yeah, yes. that's true. That, and yeah, then that and was in their that was yeah. So you want you got to wonder if those kind of that kind of contractual language well, is going to exist going forward a lot more places. You also I think it can't does. Stoop the VPs. Yeah, it's kind of understood. Yeah, he stooped yeah. the VP's wife. And then when they found out about it, they were like, hey, dude, uh, knock it off. And he was like, no. no and then she was like, hey, can you not do this? And he was like, nah, I'm going to keep trying to do it. So I'm looking at Rianne Wilkinson's Twitter. She has a pinned tweet at the top of her Twitter that got 102,000 likes. That's a lot of likes. Do you know what it says? I do not. I did not see do her you wanna, Twitter. Do you want to know what it says? Does it say something about integrity? It's a quote tweet. It's from 2018. Somebody named Robert Earnshaw tweeted, If money didn't exist, would you chase the same dream? And Rianne Wilkinson tweeted, You've just described every female athlete. So she's a... 102,000 likes, man. She was all about female empowerment up until... she she pinned it. 
she pinned, pinned it, it. To, the, to her Twitter. Well, I mean, just. just right. uh, I don't really. It's I just mean, a. Whatever. It's an. S They'll be show. fine, right? I honestly, I don't know because they, oh. they have been the most successful franchise. Does Alex Morgan still play for him? She does not. She has been, Let's bring her back. They have brought. There has been a lot of stars that come through there because this was thought to be one of the best places to play in in the country, and now uh, not so much. They do have the MVP and the youngest MVP in league history. Who's that? What's Sophia name? Smith. She went to Stanford. She's uh, yeah. yeah. How young is she? I think she's twenty. Whoa, very young. Don't they have the temp- or the Thorns have like the thirteen year old right? Or maybe she's twenty two. The fourteen year old kid, fifteen. Anyone? I th- Didn't we talk about this? Yeah, they signed we did. a girl who's like. I don't know if she is she playing. I don't know if she, is she playing yeah, for them regularly now or is she I just don't training with them. That, I, don't, I don't remember. I saw see. something like that though. We know our thorns. Uh, police in Woodburn said that a student of Woodburn High School was struck and killed by a train this morning. Yikes! So we need all those. Uh, by the way, yeah, she is. Yeah, she's fourteen. What's her name? Uh, Olivia Moultrie. Watch out for her. She's going to be good. But back to the train thing. So we talk safe. about this all the time because we see all of these uh, ads about like... Yeah, well, I put this story in here for you. It's otherwise rather sad, but I thought you'd have some commentary. He was walking. This 17-year-old junior was walking northbound on the railroad, tra- uh, railroad tracks along the Front Street overpass when he was hit from behind by a train that was heading the same direction. I, Much like my very controversial stance of... No humping players. No walking on. Yeah, it's train tracks. I and I know that this is ignorant of me because they run ads and I and they only running ads because it happens. The idea of getting hit by a train is the most perplex of all the things you could get hit by. It's baffling. I'm I'm stating this and, and I'm open to the idea that I'm wrong, but in my naive little world, and please let me know if there's something else that stands out. I think the easiest thing in the world to avoid getting hit by mm. is a train. Yeah, see, we've talked about that. We've done multiple segments. On yes. That. And I think what we discovered is trains are actually much quieter than you think they are. We've done this. We've done well, this. Well, that bit. has to be the case. Yeah. Otherwise, how's it sneaking up on people? Well, like, and he probably, I'm surely he had ear, had, ear bit. Ear, yeah, I'm assuming. You know. So, I don't know. It's a, it's know, a train. Man. How do you, I just don't understand it. Maybe they should make trains noisier. <laughs> They, they are. I, it seems it, but I they're live. not, though. They're not. The, the thing is, I know you think that, but they're not. That, Rob, read I, every story on internet. I live. They're quiet. I. They are not. They are quiet. They are not. I live by, by train tracks. Like maybe, I don't know, maybe a mile from train tracks. I hear them at my house. So, and I'm a mile away. How is it that when I'm on the track, by the way, I'm on the track. You think I would be aware. Hey, but just FYI, the one place you can get hit by a train, there's only one place, and that's on the train tracks. So you figure when you're on the train tracks, you would be aware, hey, this is the one place on earth that I can get hit by a train. And I can hear that train a mile away, and yet you're walking. You're like, eh, I'm not So gonna- this is from Popular Mechanics, which I assume you trust as a great publication for men, yes. manly men. Yes. It says how trains can be silent killers, how everything from train tracks to surrounding terrain can make several hundred tons of steel quiet and potentially deadly. Mm. Go read it. It's actually not that long. You want me to read it to you? (laughs) No. But I feel bad because someone lost their life and it's tragic. It's awful. And you see this all the time and it just, it's, uh, it's very puzzling. That being said, I will probably now die 
There's th one of three ways I will die. Yeah. House fire. Right. Snake. Correct. Constrictor snake. Because you have taunted both of them. Or the the train. Because I, I don't yeah. taunt the train. I just don't understand how you can... So many people get hit by trains. Right. So... What if you're... What if you're being strangled by a snake in a house fire and a train hits your house? That would be the most. And you know what? If that happens, then it was a good death. All I the did. while, I'm next door choking <laughs> on a tater tot. How this show will end. You're in a house fire with the snake. Yeah, the train has to be going off the rails yeah. and careening into your home, probably. Yeah. That's how you will die? Well, that's very sad. Makes me think of Stand By Me. Yeah, me too. Ray Brower. That's right. Good pull. Who's that? That was the, name, the name of the, of the kid, kid from Stand By Me that got hit by the... Uh, Train knocked him right out of his shoes. That's, that's right. What a great movie that is. And a great song. Stephen King. Not the song, by the way. Whoa. Stephen the short, King. The short story. Stephen King wrote Stand By Me. Um, next. One Pacific Northwest location has made the list of the top 22 most underrated destinations in the U.S. Mm. Where would it be? It is 4.54 on the fan. Stephen King had such a great voice. <laughs> now, Power Rank, Stand By Me, Lean On Me. Ooh. I think I'm going to go Lean On Me. Great tunes, but Lean On Me a little more uplifting. Yeah, I like Lean On Me. That That's a great... That's They're both great, but Lean On Me, one. Stand By Me, two. Yeah. Great tunes. Uh, here is... Okay, so for those that don't think trains are like i get why you would say trains aren't quiet because conventional wisdom is they are they are not we all hear them right yes here's what it says so when trains hit things that accidents rate accident rate comes down to a combination of fact factors each increasing the likelihood of disasters rail cars are incredibly quiet Tracks are designed to achieve the lowest possible coefficient of friction. This guy, who's a train expert, said, I'm 62 and I could push a train car down a track. Hmm. Unlike a steam engine that would hammer the rails, a main reason why they were retired, modern rail cars glide with low friction and crushed rock underneath the track helps diminish impact. You will not hear it or feel it. So that's the first thing. Then why is it that I've lived by a train for 30 years and I hear it? all the time and my buddy that lived on the train tracks when it would go by it would shake his house it would wake us up all the time how i i just different type of train maybe i, I guess i i'm open i mean i understand i'm wrong because this happens a lot i'm just saying as someone that has lived by trains my entire life my real life experience just it, it is hard yeah. for me to understand but i here's this i i have to I have to go with the experts. So you also have the Doppler effect, which explains how sound changes pitch based on an, a location of an observer relative to the sound's origin. That plays a role. Um, terrain can also add to the danger. If a locomotive passes through a corridor lined with trees, those trees act like sound baffles in a recording studio, suppressing the noise. The average rail car... Okay, this check this out. Mm -hmm. This is crazy. The average rail car traveling at 50 miles per hour measures in decibels between loud voice and a shout. Blows my mind. Isn't that crazy? Blows my mind. The horn itself, though, can be even louder than sirens on an ambulance. Yeah. Right. And you would think, in a lot of these instances, the conductor is blowing the horn. Blows the horn, because he sees the dude now if it gets it's the middle of the night. But the other thing I will say is 
again, having lived by train tracks, one of my best friends growing up lived on the train tracks. I've never once been on the train tracks and been like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to put my head squarely in my arse. You're on the yeah. one yeah. thing, right. the only place on earth that they can hit you, and you just yeah. are like, Man. And you're just hanging out on there. Here's, that, that, that one is the, the weirdest part to me is like, train tracks, you, you don't, like, at any point a train can be coming, so don't walk on them. Yeah. Much like don't walk down the middle of the street. Right. Even though you don't see a car. Coming. Exactly. Like, you know, it's cars like, may be quiet too, but guess where I don't walk? The freeway. <laughs> yeah. And if I was walking on the freeway, you know what I'd be looking out for? Cars. Like, a lion will not kill me unless I'm in a lion cage, right? There's zero chance of me getting well, killed. I'm know. not in the I'm not in the savannah. In my world, right? The only way a lion will kill me is if I am in a lion cage. If I were in the lion pit, wouldn't I be aware of at all times that indeed there may be a lion because it is a lion pit? I just yeah, I don't get it. That part is I, I get you. And finally, Jerry and Jim. One Pacific Northwest city has made the list of 22 of the United States' most underrated destinations. Okay. Underrated. Underrated. As in a travel destination or to live destination? Travel. Okay. This is a travel, because there's a lot of national parks and stuff on here. Do you have any guesses? Bend. Again, underrated. Well, I don't know what Bend is bend like. Bend is, the word's out on Bend. I didn't know, around, it, it is around here in California, but I was wondering, like, if you're from Jersey, have you even heard of Bend? I don't know. I, that's, well, I think it's all relative. It's all relative. Think of a place that you might you might not think sucks. Uh, but according to this, it doesn't. Any place along the Washington coast, and I mean any place because it blows. Okay, close. Tacoma. Okay. <laughs> They've got Tacoma on here. Really? Yep. Interesting. It says Seattle may get the lion's share of ink and visitors, but Tacoma can hold its own when it comes to outstanding attractions thanks to the incredible glass art of native son Dale Chihuly. One of the nation's best classic car collections and outstanding seafood. Huh. I boy, I think of Tacoma as a dump. Is that I, bad? I kind of do too. I mean, it. I. You know what I think of? I think of the Tacoma Dome, and yes, that is a dump. They had that me that, that that car museum that's kind of cool, but well, that's what. Yeah. That's yeah. What they were yeah. Right. That's. But it's also closer to Mount Rainier and Olympic National Parks than Seattle. But that doesn't mean. And they're 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 factoring they're that factoring in. that in. Yeah, I did go. We we went Outland camping in that uh, in the, the national park there, and that was really cool. That was beautiful. But I don't. I guess I didn't consider that uh, Tacoma. But if someone asks you to go to the Washington coast, the answer is uh, don't. Just <laughs> just don't. Unless you want to score like meth, then you know go to Aberdeen, and you know you can understand why Cobain was so depressed all the time. All right, uh, there's your In the News, December 2nd, 2022. We've got the Hot 5 at 5 next. Setting your DVR, Joey Harrington. It's all lined up for you. Uh, stay with us, 503 on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.